welcome to the Acupuncture Outsider podcast. My name is Richard Hazel, and in the time it takes for you to commute to or from work, I hope to have shared something of interest about orthopedic acupuncture using motor points, trigger points, myofascial slings, neurofunctional acupuncture, segmental treatments, anything that crosses my mind that seems to be of interest. I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Acupuncture Outsider. This is Richard Hazel and today I want to talk about some foot pain um, muscles to look at, intrinsic muscles of the foot. Um, especially for plantar fasciitis. Um, Before we go into that, I want to remind you that I'm teaching a live course, well, in Sydney in a couple weeks, uh, in March 21 through 24. And in June, I will be in Amsterdam with Josh Margolis and Jenny Neeters. We are doing the second European conference for uh, orthopedic and sports acupuncture. So um, the sign-up details will be in the summary for this podcast. If anyone out there is an acupuncturist who's interested, uh, we'd love to have you. And Amsterdam's an amazing city, and in June especially, what a great place to be. So uh, plan your vacation now (laughs) and come see us in Amsterdam. Um, And on that note, I wanted to mention it's always super affordable Americans reach out to me and say, when are you teaching in the States? When are you teaching in the States? It's so expensive for me to actually teach in the States. Just the, 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 the overhead is huge. It's a lot of money for me to put out up front, deal with all of the registrations and everything. In this situation, I get invited to teach. I don't have to deal with registrations. Someone else is dealing with the CEUs and the cost is low. If you look into it, you're going to see that Add your airfare, the registration fee, and some hotels in Amsterdam. It's going to be way less than what you spend to go to seminars in the United States for orthopedic acupuncture. So I just want to get that off my chest. I hear people complaining that, why are you always in Europe? Why are you always in Australia? This is this is what... I mean, I love to go to Amsterdam. I love Sydney. I go where I am invited. And it's because it's just hugely difficult for me to put out a ton of money and deal with all of the um, administrative stuff. I'm a single person, a solo practitioner. I don't have staff. I don't have marketing people. I don't have a front desk person. I certainly don't have somebody who can take all the registrations and and, uh, book a hotel and track all the CEU information and all of that stuff. So this is why you don't see me in the States. Now that said, I just started, I just moved into my own space in Buffalo. I have my own uh, treatment rooms. I have uh, three treatment rooms, a large um, waiting room area, and I'm considering doing some small courses in Buffalo, New York. So be on the lookout if you are serious that you want me to teach, I'm going to do some small courses in my clinic in Buffalo, where, by the way, it's very inexpensive. The hotels are not expensive. 
It's a great city. You're probably only you probably only know about snow. And if you see Buffalo in the summer, you're going to realize how beautiful it is. We have the best summers. They remind me of when I lived in the Bay Area. Okay, so here we are. Um, let's talk about foot pain. The three muscles that I want to talk about today are related mostly to heel pain, sometimes um, plantar fasciitis. So um, medial heel pain, uh, lateral heel, heel pain, and pain under the heel that can be caused primarily by some intrinsic muscles of the foot. So let's define intrinsic muscles of the foot. Those are muscles that do not cross the ankle, okay? So you have foot muscles like the uh, flexor digitorum longus and the tibialis posterior and the uh, flexor hallucis longus. Those all cross the ankle. Those are, and those, by the way, are really important muscles to consider for plantar fasciitis. Uh, soleus and gastrox, uh, also because of their attachment to the back of the calcaneus and how they can pull the calcaneus back, putting a stretch on the plantar fascia. And then we consider muscles of this uh, that stabilize the ankle and muscles that support the arch. The, and so those are those are things I've talked about in the past. But I want to talk about three intrinsic muscles of the foot that you will find very commonly causing heel pain that is being called plantar fasciitis. And I'm not saying it's not plantar fasciitis, but I am saying that a lot of times it isn't plantar fasciitis. <laughs> So, uh, and who cares if you figure out what's causing the pain and you fix it, who cares what they called it, okay? Call it foot pain, call it heel pain, call it plantar fasciitis, whatever you want to call it, know when you see these pain patterns. Let's start with medial heel pain. And it can, by the way, also be instep pain along the inner border of the instep, the abductor hallucis. We see this causing plantar fasciitis, heel pain a lot. Part of the reason is that the big toe helps to support the arch on toe off. And so what happens um, if you have weak stabilization of the ankle and you're overpronating? Pronation is a good thing. Overpronation is not a good thing. When your heel strikes, then you go into a slight bit of pronation, which is good. Your, your arch, everything, all the metatarsals are unlocked. As you go into mid-step, the, the plantar fascia will tighten and there's a locking mechanism uh, called the windlass mechanism, which, which is caused by mostly by the big toe going into uh, dorsiflexion, so, or you could call it extension if you want. Instead of flexion, it's extension. So as you go into toe off, you're going mid-step, then you're going toward toe off. At that point, the, the whole foot locks to give you really good leverage. And the big toe is a big part of that, which is why I'm hugely against um, bunion surgeries where there's some sort of fusion of that joint because you're basically destroying the mechanics of the foot. Um, so at toe off, you, you the, the whole plantar fascia helps to lock and lock the uh, stability of the foot so that you have like a great platform to push off. And what happens when there's overpronation and weakness in the arch of the foot, you'll have other small muscles, intrinsic muscles of the foot 
overworking, primarily the big toe muscles, the flexor halysis, longus and brevis, and the abductor halysis, as well as the flexor digitorum brevis. So when the abductor halysis is injured, it attaches all the way back on the medial side of the calcaneus, and it goes a bit underneath, and it inter- it connects to the plantar aponeurosis, which is a fancy term. It's, you know, the plantar fascia goes along the, um, the instep area, and then it attaches underneath the heel, underneath the calcaneus, and that, that last bit of it is called the plantar aponeurosis. And so, so the, the abductor halysis actually has fascia connections to the plantar aponeurosis, which is one of the explanations for plantar fasciitis coming from the big toe. So you want to be able to determine if that's the case, and you're going you're gonna to press on the medial border of the heel right where the skin color changes, that if that's sensitive, then very likely that is an abductor halysis problem. It can be plantar nerve entrapment causing that sensitivity. Either way, you're going to put a needle in it, okay? So motor point for the abductor halysis, according to Dr. Aldo Perotto's um, guidance, is just a finger width below the navicular at mid-step. That's a great motor point. However, I would use that plus any sensitive area you find along the medial border of the abductor halysis. So you're going to have two needles for that muscle. One at the motor point, so you're releasing all of the tension. One at the medial border of the heel in case there is a bit of nerve entrapment there causing this pain. Um, The innervation, the motor and sensory innervation of the bottom of the foot is plantar nerves. They're uh, medial plantar nerve and the lateral primarily. So the medial is going to give you motor and sensory for the big toe and then the other muscle I'm about to talk to, which talk about is the abductor digiti minimi, such a strange name, um, abductor of the little pinky toe. That is innervated by the lateral plantar nerve, motor and sensory. So um, so for the abductor halysis, really you can do a little bit of a, of a muscle test by, by pressing on the medial border of the big toe and asking your patient to push against your thumb but I palpate mostly. You can palpate the whole medial border of the instep down to the back to the heel, and you'll be able to tell that it's hypertonic and that it's very likely sore. And that that person probably does have some instep pain that's along the medial border of the instep. Um, Touching our patients is so important because someone will say they have plantar fasciitis, they, they have instep pain, and then when you palpate, you find out there's nothing on the bottom that actually hurts. It's just that medial border of the instep that hurts. And that's going to be abductor halysis. So you go for that. Okay, now let's talk about abductor digiti minimi. The pain you're going to see is lateral heel pain. And the abductor digiti minimi also connects to the calcaneus and the plantar aponeurosis. 
So you can imagine how on toe-off, you're going to have some strain there, um, and if the muscles become very, very tight, then you could be pulling on the plantar aponeurosis, the calcaneus, and having lateral heel pain. So that motor point is a couple fingers behind the the joint, that metatarsal phalangeal joint. Um, I guess that's the the pip, not the dip. Um, it's like a it's like a small intestine three of the foot, if you want to think of it that way. And that, by the way, the hand muscle is also the abductor digiti minimi. It's of the hand instead of the foot. So the foot one is innervated by the lateral plantar nerve. So when we think of how this muscle got injured, sometimes we might want to consider if it was because of some double crush situation where maybe there was some uh, entrapment of the plantar nerve as it became as it turned from the tibial nerve into the plantar uh, distribution, where it could be like behind the uh, medial malleolus, uh, something in the tarsal tunnel area. Um, it could be some lumbar uh, thing that causes tension, um, probably like four or five, you know, going up in your on your toes, it's gonna be like L4, L5. Um, it could be the way the person walks that person might um, be uh, externally rotated at the hip more than more than normal. And I think at toe off, that's going to put more pressure on the on the pinky toe than midstep um, where we want it to be. We want their toes to be kind of their feet to be parallel and pointing forward. But if they're extern externally rotated from the hip or even maybe the knee, there could be more pressure on the abductor digiti minimi of the foot at toe off. Uh, they could be slightly supinated. Their foot could be slightly supinated. Um, it's always possible that somebody has been given or decided to put inserts into their foot, into their shoe. Um, and maybe it was on the advice of somebody, maybe it was on their own advice. Um, but they could be putting themselves into more supination than necessary and then putting more strain on that lateral part of the foot. Um, so it could be nerve, it could be something lumbar, could be a double crush from farther down the chain. Um, it could be just a, a just an orthopedic um, problem, just something with uh, bad shoes or bad movement or, like I said, uh, externally rotated hip. So those are the things to kind of weed through um, when you're trying to help this patient. You've, you've released the muscle, it got better, but then you you don't want it to come back. So you want to talk about that. Um, if they're a runner, then definitely think about, you know, getting their shoe, getting their foot scanned again. Maybe something has changed. Um, I find sometimes people will have these um, foot pains as an acute problem because of shoes that were poorly fitting. Um, they wore dress shoes usually. I don't know, dress shoes are like the least comfortable shoes. Uh, they're usually really hard. And for women, they could put the, the foot into just much worse positions than what men's shoes do. But um, men experience this too because they'll wear a shoe that's too wide for their foot and their foot's trying to, to stabilize while it's slipping around inside a, sho a shoe that's too wide. 
Um, so they end up injuring abductors of the toes. Uh, the big toe and the little toe uh, are more prone, in my opinion, to injury from the shoes not fitting properly. I, I suppose there's a, a too tight of a shoe that could be causing the same problem. Um, so then the third intrinsic foot muscle that you should consider is the flexor digitorum brevis, which does connect to the plantar aponeurosis. And the pain pattern for that can also be the ball of the foot. And you see this a lot for women because women wear much higher shoes, much higher heels than men. And it puts a lot of strain on the ball of the foot, puts a lot of strain on these intrinsic muscles of the foot. So um, over time, if a person already has some weakness in their ankle, in their ankle stabilizers, in the tib posterior, in the gastroc soleus, peroneals, the, uh, a lot of those bigger muscles, then the little muscles are going to get over, overuse and injured. And the flexor digitorum brevis definitely gets injured on people and it causes a lot of pain on the ball of the foot. And I would say it can also cause plantar fasciitis, uh, heel pain. So that's another one to look out for. Um, those are the three intrinsic foot muscles that you need to know about for foot pain because while I think the big bigger muscles I've mentioned are usually the instigators of the problem. Once the person's in foot pain, now you got to weed through all the little things that got injured because the big ones weren't stabilizing, you know? So um, consider those muscles for your medial heel pain and your lateral heel pain, especially pain on the ball of the foot and your plantar fasciitis patients. Uh, those are all really good muscles to consider. Oh, I didn't go through the motor point of the flexor digitorum brevis. Uh, find the third toe, find the metatarsal phalangeal joint, find the front of the calcaneus right in the middle, and go midway. It's a very uh, easy one to get. If you're not um, keen on needling the bottom of the foot, my um, advice to you is to use the thumbnail of your passive hand, dig the thumbnail in right by where you're going to put your needle and then tap your needle. You'll find it distracts enough that it's much less uncomfortable for the patient than if you're just putting your uh, guide tube on the bottom of the foot and tapping. Um, the distraction from your fingernail from your thumbnail will will be very helpful because um, it, it can suck getting needles put in the toes into the bottom of the foot and the toes but um, I just you know I just warn people okay you might feel this you might feel a little stick by the time they feel it, it's over so and they want to get better so there's no reason to avoid doing these points just do them so they can feel better they'll feel better really fast a lot of these people I, I treat and they're better in one or two treatments because I found the problem. Uh, when you don't find the problem, they're going to come in more uh, and maybe start getting frustrated. So palpate, palpate, palpate. And, you know, um, ask questions. Uh, when did this start? How did this start? Was it related to shoes? Was Are you a runner? Um, 
anything you can think of that um, was happening before this foot pain. It will help you sort it out and help you give them good advice for how to avoid it in the future. Okay, so that's that. Um, look for online registration for the next two courses coming up. Um, I'm also doing a, a, a sale on my Podia online courses that I'll put a link in in the thing. Of course, it's March 2024, so sorry if you're listening to this in sometime in the future. Uh, but um, but I'll put all that information in the summary for this uh, segment. Okay, have a good one. Take care. Thank you.